Hey, man, what's up with it? It's your big cousin, Big Cody, and you are officially tuned into the Man Density Podcast. Hey, welcome back. It's another week, which means it's another episode. Today's episode, my favorite number, 003. And look, I'm really meticulous, really intentional about selecting numbers and names. See, I like to match those things on the back end. You know what I'm saying? To be ambiguous, if you will. Right. And it's just something I like to do personally. I like to give things more than one meeting just because I have fun doing stuff like that. But it makes it more interesting when people who catch on and they pay attention to those types of things. It makes it more fun and more engaging. It's like, oh, hold on. So did you mean this? Then I can be like, nah. Oh, I could be like, yeah. <laughs> now you give you see what I'm saying? Like but anyways, way, 003, the name of this episode is called The Way of the Superior Person. That's definitely a play on the on the title of a book named The Way of the Superior Man. Shout out to Nipsey Hussle. And once I said the, the title of the book, if you didn't already think of Nipsey, then let me put you on game. So if you don't even know who that is or who he was, uh, Nipsey Hussle was so many different things. But unfortunately, he met an untimely death. Uh, back in 2019, March 31st, 2019. And um, do your own due diligence, do your own research. And I'm saying like, but Nipsey Hussle was a, he was a really thought provoking person. He was really meticulous. We're going to use that word again. Really thought out, really intentional, really intelligent, really smart. You dig what I'm saying? And um, he just, his, but his background, you know, he just grew up in LA. And I'm saying like, so the whole gang violence, and he was older than I was. You know what I'm saying? So, like, he grew up in, like, some of the 80s, the, throughout the 90s and stuff like that. So, like, when that when that gang culture was super strong out there in L.A., like, like that was prominent in his environment. You dig what I'm saying? So, for him to come from that and then make it to where he made it, you know, that's, that's something that you should applaud, for real. Because literally, probably less than 5% of the people, probably less than 1% of the people who come from those type of environments and thrive and succeed to a magnitude of the likes of Nipsey Hussle. So recipes to him, shout out to him. Um, I want to circle back to this book that he recommended because not only I've experienced it a few different times. And when I say experienced it, I literally bought a copy, read some of the pages, like physically read it myself. Uh, but most of the time I would listen to it while I was at work. Uh, I just had the audio book playing in the background so I can experience it that way. And there were times where I even read and, and, and listened to it at the same time just to like ingest it that way. You know what I mean? So I highly recommend anybody to start reading regardless because you can't lead if you can't read. You know what I mean? And <laughs> listen, if we talk about being a superior man, a masculine man, you know, the whole point of being masculine is is to be able to to protect and to provide and to lead. But you can't lead if you can't read, brother. Like, come on now. Like, let's 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 really be real right now. You know, you spend so much time on, on, on. Well, let me take a step back. Let me add context. I remember having a conversation with somebody and he told me he spoke with a person who showed he said she don't like reading. And he's like, well, how you don't like reading? Like, what do you mean? She was like, I just don't like reading. And he was like. But you spend so much time on social media, like you read comments all the time. You read captions and all these different things all the time, headlines and all this different stuff. Like, what do you mean you don't like reading? You read all day, every day when you're on your phone. 
you read text messages, don't you? And that's the end of that conversation. But my whole point is I want to use that ideology for those who think that they don't like reading. I I definitely want to challenge that. I, I just feel like you're not reading the right types of material. And let's be frank. You got to be super intentional on what you consume, what you allow into your brain, because if you're not familiar with the term, shout out to it's a man. His name is Dan Pena, P-E-N-A, right? Mexican dude. He's like 70, 80 years old. I don't know if he coined the phrase, but I know this phrase because of him. Show me your friends and I'll show you your future. You are who you keep around you. Right. Shout out to Ryan Leslie. Shout out to Ty Lopez. These are two dudes who I know specifically said this next phrase of uh, you are like the five people you keep around you. So you if you have five friends and they're all insert insult here, whatever knuckleheads. I'm going to look at you and I'm going to see the sixth knucklehead. Right. You are what you consume, a, a product of your environment, if you will. Right. And I, that, I want to circle back to stay on track. And that kind of goes back to the whole Nipsey thing because, you know, he grew up in that gang culture and eventually became a gang member. And, you know, for those who, who don't know, unfortunately, was killed by a gang member. So, you know, that's just that's just what it is on that one. But in regards to the topic about today is you should definitely consider wanting to aspire to start reading a lot more. You know, if you don't want to buy, sit down and read physical books, which I do, I do recommend, you know, it's been a while. I'll be, I'll be completely transparent. It's been a while since I even stepped foot in the Barnes and Noble. That's a type of bookstore for those who are unfamiliar. It's been a minute since I did that, but like, let's just be real. In in this experience that we call life, in my opinion, from where I stand, the whole point is to grow, is to learn and to ascend. You know what I'm saying? So the best way to do that is to get a teacher or a mentor. Sometimes those people have transitioned into the next part of their existence. What does that mean? Let me just let me just be direct. Bro, you're alive. You have a chance to have the dopest experience known to man, which is life. Bro, if you don't read books put me onto another way that you're actually ascending and, and reaching your goals because you know i want to obtain that knowledge but if you're the type of person who's kind of like just coasting and just going through life like let's keep it a buck bro one of the best options is to read books of people who who know things who knew things who people who taught things you see what i'm saying but any which way Circling back, shout out to the greatest. Rest in peace to Nipsey Hussle. Um, I want to talk about this book just briefly. You know what I'm saying? So the importance of, of the book in its entirety, for real, it's not even a step-by-step -step manual. It's literally just like an author explaining his perspective or his opinion on, on those types of things through his experience. You get what I'm saying? So pick it up and read it for yourself like digest it consume it uh and, and ingest it whatever the term is for yourself and you determine what it means to you you get what i'm saying because your life is owned by by you per se and you operate 
and you control the narrative. You operate and control the perspective. You you are in charge of of the paradigm that you you succumb to. That's a whole nother word. That's a whole nother topic. But staying on track with this particular subject. What I like about the book a lot, not the most, but a lot, is that some of the chapters are like a sh- really short read. And some of those chapters that are even a short read, particularly, they really get to the point. Each chapter obviously has a value of its own, but don't think just because a pap. As a matter of fact, I just remember chapter three is literally <laughs> like it's one page. You get what I'm saying? And then there's another chapter in there that's like only like two pages or whatever. Any which way, don't get caught up on the fact that it's a smaller chapter. Sometimes those are the heavy hitting ones. Um, for me, though, particularly. And I referenced chapter three because I recommended it to somebody who has their dad in his life. Me personally, my dad stepped out a long time ago. So that chapter doesn't resonate with me a lot because I don't have the same perspective as the author. You get what I'm saying? I, I didn't live that experience. So there's it's not riding on any type of heartstring. You get what I'm saying? But that same chapter... I was able to dissect it and make it make sense for me, even with my personal experience. Now, for you, you might have had your dad present in your life. He might still be in your life. He might have raised you. He might have been the best dad in the world to you and for you. You get what I'm saying? So definitely, if you read chapter three, I know it's going to resonate with you just slightly different, you know. But I just highlighted that one because I remember laughing how short that one was. It was literally a page long, like not even it's like half a page long. Like, I swear, it's probably like two paragraphs, but any which way. Um, The book is easy to read. You know what I mean? Like, you can literally read this book within a day, depending on your schedule, depending on, like, you know, your uh, attentiveness or your ability to sit still for, you know, extended periods of time. I feel like you can get through this book in, like, less than two hours, maybe. Uh, Maybe three. I don't know. It depends on your reading level. But anyway. You know what? I have to laugh because as I'm saying that, I'm thinking, I'm like, this is not a book club uh, and I don't have any intentions on starting a book club. But I <laughs> I just wanted to share that because I literally just came to mind as I was speaking. So anyway, uh, to wrap it up, because I know I've been talking about this for a little minute, uh, pick up the book, pick up the audio book, read it and let it do what it's supposed to do for you. If it was a complete waste of your time, then I apologize for giving you something that didn't pertain to you personally. But I really can't see that happening to anybody, but just to cover, you know, CYA. But if you do happen to pick up this book, if you do happen to experience the audio book, definitely circle back. Let's have that conversation. You know, pick up that dialogue, hashtag superior man, superior person, whatever. Uh, on social media, Instagram, X slash Twitter, whatever, YouTube comments, wherever you're listening to this, if you're able to comment, comment. Let's have that conversation. Like I said in the first episode, it's literally me. I'm a one man band right now. I, there's no other person working with or for this podcast. I'm solo dolo. You heard? So anytime you reach out on social media and you get a response, it's it's literally going to be me. Big Cody, nobody else. So let's let's talk about it, like how this resonated with you, how you feeling about it. And yeah, man. And and thinking on it now, let me just really pull together a recap on everything I really just talked about, just so I know that we're both on the same page, right? So here's what I want to say. 
key takeaways. You can't lead if you can't read. Now, if you have something other than reading books for you to ascend, share it with the soul. Let us know what's going on. And probably most importantly is just be mindful that your growth is super important. It should be important. It's important. My growth is important to me. And as a big homie, as that big brother type energy I was telling y'all about, I want you to have that type of awareness for yourself. I want you to to be on point and intentional, bro. Like, come on. Like, there's no better feeling than being in control of your own life. And there's no other way that you can have full control unless you're super intentional. It's it's simple. It's rather simple. I even want to say that it's easy. You just make the decision and then you execute. I mean, life for men isn't easy. We all know this, but to make the decision is as simple as creating the thought. Dramatic pause. <laughs> like, come on. Like, tell me that wasn't poetic. You couldn't. And if you do, I challenge you to come up with something better. Like, put me on game. You know what I'm saying? But until then, pull up on me. I got the jewels. I got the bars for y'all. You heard? <laughs> but let's move forward to, uh, I want to I wanna jump into to a new segment. I ha- Listen, let me just be completely transparent with y'all. I have like, like, 12 segments okay and y'all y'all about to get all of them just just i ain't gonna dump all of them in just one or two episodes we're gonna space it out we're gonna space it out but just know like i'm i'm heavy with it you heard like come on man stop playing with me but look this joint is called manhandle you're gonna take handle take hold of that situation you're gonna handle it like a man right but really it's advice on how to just get something done like how do you how do you how do you handle situations? How do you handle pressure? You dig what I'm saying? How do you do that ever so ever so what's the term I'm looking for? Fill in the blank with precise. How do you do that ever so precisely? I like that word. I think we're gonna have to put that on the list of the words for the week. <laughs> what do you think? You tell me precisely, does that belong up there? Any which way. As we progress, let me keep it a buck. <laughs> there may, may, strong capital M, may be a time where you might have to punch somebody in their face to defend yourself. However, violence sh- normally shouldn't be your default setting to handling a situation, right? Sometimes it's called for, sometimes it's absolutely necessary. However, Unless you're a professional fighter inside of a ring or what have you, your default, I recommend, could be to figure out how you avoid even being in situations like that to begin with. You should be smart enough now to know what you do and don't like, what your triggers are. And if you're not smart enough, let me help you gain that knowledge so you can obtain that 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 wisdom about yourself to be sharp, precise, right? To avoid being in those types of situations to begin with, but how you should articulate in your mind and verbally out loud, if need be, how to deliver the results that you need to get yourself out of a situation so it doesn't escalate to a physical altercation. So... You need to be able to to 
to to sharpen your iron, fam. Like you need to. Let me pause. I don't want to say you need to. What I highly recommend, because at the end of the day, it's your choice. You live your life how you choose. You are intentional. You are a man at the end of the day. You decide what you want to do, who you want to be, the the experience you offer to those in proximity to you. You get what I'm saying? So I ain't going to tell you what you need to do, but here's what I openly recommend. You figure out your triggers. And figure out how to not put yourself in a situation where somebody could even remotely play with you like that. You dig what I'm saying? And even on a lesser aggressive scale, on something, you know, maybe, I don't know, on a corporate level, right? When you're just in a situation or a conversation, you should really consider developing your conflict resolution skills. How to, again, articulate yourself. How to be... Uh, meticulous, thoughtful, you know, figure this stuff out before you get in these situations. So once you're in these situations, it's one, two, three, easy, up out of there. Handle that situation. And I coursed the whole thing how I desired to. This outcome happened because I was intentional. This, this, This outcome happened because I thought it through and I made it happen. I manhandled that situation. And the best way I can say it is actually how I just said it, just being, being intentional. And let me give you an example for myself, how I had to in real time manhandle a situation to make sure that both parties could walk away, you know, safe, sound, and things were all right after that moving forward. So I remember this one time, right? Back in mm, 2012. Yeah. 2012 sounds about right. So I'm walking through the hood, right? The hood that I lived in at the time. And I was there for years. So I'm making my way through. I got three people with with me, mind you. Three. Count them. One, two, three. (laughs) And we're going to the corner store. We about to go get some food. We about to go, you know, this this is dinner. So we walk past these group of individuals who I'm familiar with. Like, I see them all the time. They see me all the time. Um... In fact, one of the dudes in the opposite group, he knows people that I know. So, and we're both aware that we both know the same people. We just don't have a relationship. So whenever we see each other, we, you know, it might be a head nod, you know, whatever, some type of endearment, if you will. But we just keep it pushing because I don't know y'all. Y'all don't know me. So I go with my homies. We get our food. Chopped cheese and all that, Philly cheese, whatever, free soda. And we start making our way back. And as I disclosed in the first episode, I do music. So it was me and out of the three people I was with, uh, one of them is a rapper, singer, plays guitar. The other one, he sings, right? The other dude, he was just friends with the singer guy. So we're walking back. We're freestyling. And it's my turn. So as I'm walking and being theatrical, if you will, pardon me, being theatrical, if you will, when as, as we're walking past these dudes to go back to my apartment, I don't remember what I, exactly I said for the whole freestyle because I was just, you know, whatever came to my mind. But I said something about a gun. 
something like whatever. I just remember I said something about a gun. So I'm continuing to rap because I'm again, I'm not really paying them no mind. So we're continuing to walk. And then this 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 dude says something from the group and starts like kind of like, you know, raising his voice like, yo, yo, something. So I turn around like you talking to me <laughs> like what's going on? Um, and I don't remember verbatim, but it started to escalate. So I decided in that moment, listen, I understand that y'all think y'all are about this type of lifestyle. That shit don't scare me. So my little ignorant 19 year old self, I walked up to the group and I got really close because I'm like, first and foremost, who, who, who you think you're talking to? Right. And then this kid, right? I, he had to have been no younger than 16. I, I, If he was 18 or older, I would be surprised. Young, short dude. He goes to reach at his waist. And then somebody, like, kind of steps in the way. Like, nah, bro, you bugging, chill out, da-da-da. Because I guess he had a weapon on him. And I guess he thought he was going to use it. But I'm like, look, I don't know y'all. And y'all don't know me. But I live here. You're going to see my face again. You're going to hear my voice again. Whatever you thought you heard me say had nothing to do with you. Any of y'all. And at this point, I I, I was looking side to side because I'm addressing every single person in this group. And I noticed that the, the, the rapper, singer, guitar player that I told you about, he was right next to me. I like Kind of like right behind me almost. Um, not directly behind me, but at my side. And... In that moment, I'm like, yeah, like my son came ready. And, you know, I start eye fighting this one little Spanish dude that was there. Because I remember I seen him not too long ago before that. And we had like a little moment. And let me be clear. I, I don't bring, I don't, well, at least back then, I didn't really harbor animosity. Like that's not my, that's not my style, you know, but I'm handsome. I'm tall. And I'm saying like, I, I just have this energy about me, especially back then is this vibrance about me. And for me, it's like, bro, like if we make eye contact, if I, I'm going to look at you long enough to see if I recognize you. If I don't, I'm going to walk away. But if I sense some type of like weird energy, I'm going to look back at you like to make sure like we are right. Because, again, I know I'm not about that. I'm not trying. You know, it's just nothing. I'm just trying to see if I recognize you. So that happened a few weeks prior to that situation. That same Spanish kid was there, too. So now him and I, like we're closer, like we're, he's the closest one to me. Um, versus the rest of the people he was with. So in the moment, I was like, oh, I recognize this guy. But I didn't say it out loud. So like, you know, I looked him up and down. He looked me up and down. And I don't remember exactly like what somebody, somebody says something because, you know, they wasn't just sitting there quiet. Like we had uh exchange of words. But I let it be known like, look, hey, I don't know what y'all got going on, but y'all do what y'all do and I'm about to do what I do. Me and my me and my peoples, we about to do what we do. So we're not about to have this conversation again. And the one dude that I said, he knows the same people that I know. He was like, yeah, bro, nah, it's not even like that. It's not even like that. Y'all have a good night or whatever, like whatever he said. And, you know, I gave him a head nod, whatever, and we just bounced. And as I turned around, the guitar players next to me and the two, the singer dude and his friend, these dudes is like 15, 20 feet back. They was ready to just run and bounce. So anyway, here's a few lessons. Here's a few takeaways I want to deliver. 
One, I'm not no gangster. I never was a gangster. It's just my name is Cody and I stand by that. It is what it is. You're not going to sit here and take my comfortability away and I don't walk in fear. Like that's, it is what it is, right? So first takeaway is if you can develop that sense of confidence, I almost said entitlement, but I don't, you know, that could be taken the wrong way. But I know, whatever. Backlash, bring it. I'm ready for it. I do feel entitled. I am entitled. I'm a human being and I walk this earth just like you are a human being and you walk this earth. I should be entitled to the same type of freedom as the next man. It doesn't matter if you was in this neighborhood before me. I don't care nothing about that because I'm here now. This is what this is what I'm on. So it is a sense of entitlement, but I don't want to tell you to be entitled. I would recommend you just find that type of confidence so you can exude that through your day to day and people will feel like, oh, now this person you know, I can respect this person. This person's confident. You know what I mean? Um, and if they were a foe, they would probably more than likely think twice about approaching you in a negative way. So I say that to say, that's the first takeaway. The second takeaway is stand your ground, but don't be on no hot headed nonsense. Like this is what it is. I'm here. You're here. We're here together. Let's coexist. There's no reason why there should be any type of tension between you and I, especially out of thin air, like what I got going on is not the same as what you got going on. Like, let me be and let me do my thing, you know? And if that's a problem, we can figure out how to no longer make it a problem. But at the end of the day, we're going to coexist, especially if we're going to be in proximity to each other. Third of all, and probably the most important, 003, you heard? Pay attention to who you keep around you because... That situation could have went so bad. First and foremost, I approached the group with other people with me and clearly the opposing side made the gesture as if they had a weapon and he was ready to use it. So I put the three people that was with me at Jeopardy because of my confidence or ego, what have you, whatever it is. But also... Even if I was completely in the right, which I do think I was, because we're all grown men. In fact, I was the youngest out of all of the people I was with, which says a lot. You know, the point that I want to make, because I lost my train of thought for a second, is even if I was completely right, which I do stand by, I do think I was right to stand my ground. The people that you got with you, if they're ready to continue walking while you're trying to go clarify a situation, manhandle the situation, or leave you to it, you should already leave them at the door. They shouldn't even be with you. They shouldn't even be around you. If they're ready to bounce and pop off, uh, uh, excuse me, if they're ready to, to bounce off, step off, the minute adversity arises, come on, dog. You don't need those type of men by your side. Because like I said, I was only 19. Those dudes older than me by at least two years you know what i'm saying so if if you got men around you to handle situations somebody else could have stepped up and like nah like let's de-escalate the situation it's not even that that big a deal you know but i turned around and these dudes is 20 feet behind me and mind you when we first started we only made it like 10 feet which means they kept moving but any which way like I said, biggest the biggest takeaway, the third one is just be more mindful who you got who you got around you and just just let that let that one sink in. So anyway, 
it's already been close to 30 minutes and that was my little story time for you to 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 gauge how you can manhandle the situation and uh oh yeah <laughs> last piece of the puzzle uh a few days i swear to god maybe like two or three days i go back to that same corner store this time is during the day I forgot to mention it was nighttime when that whole thing happened. Like two or three days later, the same little dude who tried to pull out the gun, um, he was like, yo, bro, he called me in the store. And he <laughs> he pulled up and he apologized. He was explaining how he was out of pocket, whatever, whatever. And I was like, yeah, no doubt, homie. Like, go ahead, do your thing. Like, you know, stay up. But it's just funny because it's like, it just goes to show us like, bro, like that could have went so wrong for no reason. But in conclusion... I'm about to I'm about to step off. Hey, if you're paying attention to the giveaway that I talked about, share this, like this, comment, do everything that you got to do to bring the engagement up, and tell your peoples about it. You know what I'm saying? That's the only way that we can make it that we can make that thing possible. You know, but I think I got better at saying goodbye. It's your big cousin, Big Cody. I'm gonna holla at y'all later, man.